You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is your uh, your host Michael C. Now this is special. I'm actually in Atlanta right now for Splash Mocha, which is going on later this week. But I came down early to kind of get a few things taken care of, and I'm actually joined in this episode uh, by a couple who I've kind of been talking to for the last few months. We become like you know really good pen pals and everything. They are a hot wife, stag vixen uh, type of couple. So uh, let me just introduce you to uh, Star and her husband, Jay. Why don't you guys say hi? Hello. Greetings, <laughs> earthlings. So they uh, are here in Atlanta, too, not for Splash, but they were here. So I was like, okay, well, let me come down and, you know, get there a little early and, and you know, see if we can get this done and just kind of learn about their journey, learn about, uh, you know, how they, how they got to this point. And um, so... Where I'm going to start from the beginning, how long have you guys known each other? We've known each other 28 years. Okay. And how long have you been married? 25 years. Okay. So oh. you... No, back that up. Oh, oh see, we got first mistake already. It will be 23 years, April. Okay. So known 28, that. married 23. Correct. Okay. So there you go. They've been knowing each other 28 years, married for 23. So... The question I have for you, Jay, what do you remember about the very first time you saw her? Like, even before you talked to her, just like seeing her for the first time, what do you remember about that? The hair. <laughs> so was this like late 80s oh, yeah. hair? Oh, the, yeah. The, she had the biggest hair the biggest, in the club. Beautiful hair. Yes, it, it, it was beautiful. No so this was in a club. You said in a club. Yes. So the first time you encountered her, you were in a club. Yes. Now, did you approach her that first night, or did you see her again? And it was like, okay, I'm not going to let this opportunity slip. Like, was this a first night approaching? No, no, not at all. We. I was fucking a friend of his, actually. Yeah, actually, she was <laughs> with a friend at the time, and I had another partner at the time. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some kind of how we just... what. Well, Actually, her friend introduced us. That's how it all started. Now, were you fucking her friend? No, no. She, um, everyone was but me, but. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. And, yeah, and, and that's why I had a shot with Star, but uh, 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 no, I wasn't fucking her friend. Okay. So you said that you were messing around with his friend, though. Mm-hmm. Did you know she was messing with your friend? Yeah, yeah, we were we were we were just friends, you know. We're just, you know, we were all friends. It was it wasn't anything too serious, right? I don't think. Yeah. So when did you make a move on her? I didn't. Uh, it, uh, it was it was kind of happenstance after the club. Her friend uh, approached me and said, "Hey, you know, my friend really want to get gets with you," and and um, we kind of took it from there. You know, I invited her back to my room that for night. cards. <laughs> In the barracks. Hey, come over. Let's play some cards. Uh, yeah, and it kind of just took off from there. Okay, so 
how long after meeting her did you like officially start like dating? Like publicly claiming each other? I would say probably about six months, right? It took yeah, a while. Yeah, because he had a girlfriend, so we had to hide it. Yeah, we. Oh, so you left that part out. Yeah, yeah. I was in a relationship for about three years, uh, but it was coming to an, a, a bitter end. Uh, not so much bitter end, I should say, but it was coming to an end, and I just happened to meet, you know, meet the beautiful woman of my dreams. So when did you know that it, that it was her? Like, when was it that you realized that, oh, shit, this, this is the woman that, that, that I want to be with? Like, when, when did you notice it? When did you realize it? And what was it about her that, that got you to that point? Well, I would say um, probably the time I had to leave her. Um, there was a time when I had to go on an assignment for a few months away. And um, we were separated for about four months. Uh, and uh, during those four months, you know, it, it really, I think it was kind of a make or break situation. We had been together previously for about a year or so. And uh, we, uh, this time apart was really a test of our relationship, if you will. Right, right. Uh, and we, we did well. We, we passed the test and... Uh, and it, it kind of just, you know, like I said, took off from there. Okay. So when you guys were dating, did you know that he was as into you as he was? Oh, yeah. We were hot and heavy from the beginning. Okay. Okay. So this is, you know, you, you meet. It's hot and heavy. This is the woman that you want to spend the rest of your life with. No, he didn't want to spend the rest of his life in the beginning. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm talking about, you know, progressing to that point as far as like the timeline, mm -hmm. you know. So what I want to know from you is and this is what I'm always curious about. You know, you you have this woman in your life and and she's everything that you want. So when did that thought come into your mind that I want to see her with somebody? Like not when you told her I mean, when did the thought first pop into your head? Uh, I had a dream one night um, that she handed me a video um, of her making out or having sex, if you will, with her lover. And I woke up and told her about it. Okay, so how long were you together when you had this dream? Uh, probably. You've been married for quite a while. Probably about five years married, so we'd been together a good ten years or so. And and the moment you had the thought, as soon as you woke up, you showed us you shared it with her. So you didn't have this period of time where you were just kind of having the thought and trying to reconcile with the thought yourself. I, I would say I probably yeah I didn't wake up really that day. I don't remember. I, I think there's we'd already been married ten years. Yeah, uh, we we'd been together. We'd been together while married for a while. Uh, it just. Um, the the dream happened, and I, I don't know if it was exactly, you know, right after it happened when I told her, but it was very soon after um, that, you know, hey, you handed me this video of you and this guy, and it was, it was like the hottest thing I'd ever seen. So when you realized that yourself, you didn't go through, was there any kind of period where you were like, what the hell was that? Why am I having these thoughts? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, you you definitely, um, you know, you definitely have second thoughts about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, you don't. That's not something you just. Yeah, because it's not normal. No, not at all. It it, it it's not something that I had uh, entertained in the previous. You know. Right, and that's why that's why I was asking how much time passed between you having the thought the very first time mm-hmm. and you sharing it with her. It, it was a very brief period. I, I, so you I reconciled with it pretty quickly yeah, in your own I, mind. Yeah, I didn't wait too long. Um, you know, she's always been very sexually adventurous, mm-hmm. so I wasn't really scared to tell her something like that. Like, yeah. So you weren't afraid of her like looking at you like you were like weird or strange? No, or? no, no. Fortunately for me, I was comfortable enough to be like hey you know now were you a jealous kind of guy in the beginning she would say no um i would say yes um just um in a way that um you know just like your typical male you know you you, do, you don't want to see your loved one uh, attention elsewhere you want it focused on you at all times. So uh, in that way, absolutely. You know, I was, I was you know, your typical male, you know, ego with, uh, you know, that, right. kind of, that kind of bravado. Is so, real. and this is, this is what I'm digging for here. So you, you have that side of you that basically gets infuriated at the thought of her being with somebody else, but yet you also have this dream. And as I always say, hard dick don't lie. Right. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. Go if, ahead. I, if I can back it up just a please, little bit before do. we even got married, when he was away for the months right. that tested our relationship, I went to visit him. And when he met me in the airport, he said that he purposely let me walk in front of him because he noticed everybody staring at me. So he kind of fell back a few paces. And you said that's when you first started the attention. That she mm-hmm. would get got a little from other men. Right, I, it, it didn't make me uncomfortable. I, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I would say that was the first time I would that I enjoyed that you realized you enjoyed. Well, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. So it's like walking with a rock star. Who, yeah. who doesn't want to walk with a rock star, right? Now this this is the parallel that that I draw. Like there's that moment that happens when you realize that you don't think like your peers do. You know, like most guys you know aren't going to walk through an airport with their the woman that they love and enjoy the fact that she, I mean, you've been around those guys. I've been around those guys. You know, they walk in public with their girl and they they got the hand held tight. And yeah, and they're looking around like, don't you dare look at my, you know, don't you dare look at my girl. And then there are those of us out there, many of the guys listening to the podcast right now where, that moment happens and whether we publicly acknowledge it or not, we realize to ourselves that, okay, I think differently than all the guys I hang around with. And I'm not going to say anything to them because I know they're not going to get it. So we kind of, we, we kind of keep that to ourselves. I mean, I know for me personally, you know, it was being in a situation and being out at a club and my girl was dancing with somebody and, you know, my friends did what probably a lot of guys' friends out there did. They came up to me and was like, yo, Mike, your girl's over here dancing with somebody. What are you going to do about it? Like expecting me to run in there and break it up, 
you know, and my response was, you know, that's my girl. We're going home at the end of the night. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm not tripping on that. The real reason was that the shit turned me on, but I didn't tell them that because I knew that their heads would probably explode. Like they wouldn't be able to, to get that. So that for me, that was that moment when I realized that, okay, my thought process is different. So that, that's what I like to find out when I, when I talk to guests, especially the husbands is that moment that you realize that, you know, when all your friends are taking the left exit, you're kind of taking the right exit. And I think for you, what she just pointed out, pointed out walking in the airport and intentionally laying back so that you can watch her get attention. Your buddies weren't doing that. Right. You know, and that, I guess that was like the first physical manifestation of it. Like it's one thing to have a dream, you know, a dream is very personal and no one knows about it. It's another thing to be, you know, in a major airport with like real people looking at her and recognizing that, I'm I'm finding this very arousing. So my question is, okay, you get home from the airport. What did like how did you behave towards her after watching her get all like what do you I'm gonna ask you, Star, what do you remember about his energy level when you got home from the airport that day? Well, I was visiting him while he was away, actually. Right. So um you know, we went back to the hotel and had a great weekend of it. I didn't know his thoughts at that time, of course. Um, we always had great weekends. So, so you, at that time, you didn't know that he was having these thoughts about Not at all. No. So him telling you to walk in front of you, that was kind of the very first. Well, he peak. didn't even say it. I didn't know it until years I, later. I don't think I recognized it at the time. Oh, okay. I don't think it was something at the time that really registered with me that, uh, that I wasn't per se like everyone else. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you, I think when it registered actually, um, Many years later, after we had been married, and um, we used to watch this TV show, Millionaire Matchmaker, yeah, with Patty Stanger, and she used to teach the guys how to get the woman and how to stop ruining getting the woman. And she said, and this is what resonated with him, and and turned a switch, and then he can fill in after that. Women are the jewel to be adorned. And he heard that statement, and, mm-hmm. and something clicked after that, which I still didn't even know until he told me. Okay, so kind of expound on what she just said. What was it about that statement that resonated with you? Um, you, you know, when you have a beautiful woman like that, she, she should be appreciated in a special way. And, you know, and... and you know, you get caught up in the day-to-day life and you forget that sometimes, and, you know, and you take that for granted. Now, did you struggle with it at all? Or when, when you heard it, did it immediately like, okay, this is, this is the way that it should be? And He immediately started planning a surprise birthday party for me. I think, Huge. I think that's when it. That's when the spoiling begin, begun, if you will. Mm-hmm. Big time. Um, I, I started to kind of enjoy um, spoiling it. He wouldn't let me do dishes. I couldn't run my own bath water. Things just yeah, switched. Just, he just said, I want to start spoiling you. I don't want you to do anything. I want to do everything for you. 
this is how it's going to be. I'd from work now all day on. and then come home and cook and clean and then. And that was like a switch that just happened out of nowhere. Now, for you, Star, was that was that strange for you? Very strange. Because we had two children at the time, and I was used to doing everything while he was at work all day. And then all of a sudden, he's coming home, and I'm not allowed to do anything, not even run my own bath water, which was. Okay, so you heard the millionaire matchmaker quote after you guys had already been married and kids had come into the picture. Yes. And so you had been together for a while. Yes. So prior to that, it was just like a typical, you were kind of doing everything that. Yeah, just know, a regular relationship. Right. Regular relationship. But then you hear that and it just clicked something in your I, mind. It wasn't sudden. It, it was, you know, it was, it happened over a course of time. But, you know, once it kind of picked up steam and just, you know, it became something that, uh, that I enjoyed. Okay, so let's fast forward a little bit. Because obviously I'm I'm talking to you because you guys are a couple who are in this lifestyle. So when did you and I'm I'm guessing that you found out first, when did you realize that this was a much bigger picture? Like, wow, there are actually people out here who are who are doing this. Like this isn't an actual thing as far as like guys seeing their wives or having a desire to see their wives with other men? Like, when did it, when did you realize that this is something that people actually do as opposed to it being like an isolated fantasy that you had? I had a good friend, um, talk to me one time. We were talking about, um, some underground clubs that were going on in a town that we live in. And, and he would say, man, there, there's these wives out here that, that, um, they let their, their husbands let their wives go out there and screw other guys. They have the key they, parties. And yeah. they just give them a random house key. And they oh. let them just go do it. Uh, you know, and so it was It, it was kind of like, you know, it, it really didn't hit me at the time. Like, ooh, now man, you, this is what I want to do. You were already married when you were hearing about this? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. But that was the first time I had really, you know. So he didn't know that you were having these thoughts yourself well he was just like one buddy talking to another like yo this shit is out here and shit is crazy right right and it it, it was kind of like it really hadn't kicked in with me just yet i was still in the evolving stage so to speak right you know it had it kind of like it was in my mind to do it i had mentioned it to her i enjoyed uh spoiling her you know, but it was still in a state. It was stage. not a thing for me that I was going to be fucking somebody else. Yeah, it wasn't a thing just yet. We wasn't, hadn't quite hit that point. Now, fast forward another year or two, uh, and that's when things kind of changed. Um, and the cat kind of came out the bag, so to speak. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, Star, what do you remember about the very first time or when he started to make it clear to you that he was having these thoughts and that these thoughts were turning him on. Um, Well, when he told me about the dream was when it all came to reality and we had a heart to heart conversation about it. Uh Uh-huh. And um, shortly after he told me that was when I just set my sights on his best friend um okay because um he was the most tangible at the time and right. he was also um a freak for lack of a better word 
Um, but that was all just in good fun. I think it kind of came out never thinking that anything seriously was going to become of it. And um, and then one day I just decided that that's what it was going to be and that we were going to call him and see if we could make that happen. So when you found out that this was a desire of his, it like it resonated with you right away. Like there, there, like there was, no, no, was there I thought a, he was crazy. Okay. That's what I was saying. <laughs> no. Yeah. Let's back up for sure. No, I thought he was crazy. Um, I thought it was a great fun story because we've always been very, you know, we always communicate and we tell each other everything. So I just thought, yeah, that was a great dream, honey. So you weren't, um, you weren't taking him seriously. Well, I was taking him seriously in that he thought it, that it was a great dream, but not that, no, that this is something that's going to be a thing. Never. Now, when you, when you were processing this in your mind, did you go through that phase of, and whether you shared it with him or, or just internalized it yourself, was it like, you know, because. What's we, his we, angle? Well, not what's his angle, but we, we know what society says as far as men being jealous and what that jealousy means. So when men, unfortunately what happens in that is if you believe that men get jealous because they care, then usually that means that you also believe the opposite, which is if they don't get jealous, then that must mean that they don't care. So did you ever go through that? Well, how can he love me as much as he says he does? So no. that so that part of it never entered your mind. Not at all. We've always been super freaky sexually. So this right. was just another crazy thing. Hey, you wanna yeah. Just on another level, obviously. Okay, so but you just thought he was um, crazy. Like you didn't doubt his yeah, love for you. I just thought it was a freaky was... thought that he had. So yeah. when did you start taking him seriously? When were you like? When did it? Re when did you realize that? Okay, he's not joking. Um, I think right away we that was a serious conversation. We we would we would take days, um, specific days of the week where we would plan that the kids were going to go to school, and this is the day that we are going to fuck all day. We're doing nothing. We're hanging out at home and just being together, and that was the day that he sprung it on me. And I think we pretty much talked about it. And in the whole scenario all day. And um, I knew it wasn't a joke, um, but it still wasn't a reality. It was more like, this is crazy. What do you know? Right. Uh, and, and who it, would, it, and who would, who, who's going to do this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't a serious conversation. It was, it was a serious conversation, but it wasn't serious. It was right. just another thing. So you said that you kind of set your sights on, on his friend. And, you know, who told him first? Did you tell him or did Jay tell him? Well, I actually made Jay tell him. <laughs> um, it's like, hey, call him and tell him that, oh, okay, so no, after, after he had told me about um, that he had a dream that I gave him a video, I actually had a dream that I fucked his best friend. Oh, that's okay. how. And I told him, hey, I had a dream that I fucked. We'll just call him lover because that's right. what I call him. OK, um, had a dream that I fucked him. And, um, you know, let's call him and tell him that. And let's see, because he was super freaky. So I was thinking, hey, you call him and tell him this. It'll be funny. Ha ha. And then we'll see where it goes. OK, so I want to back up a little bit um, because I know there are certain people who are listening who have a question 
you said you told him that you had a dream that you fucked lover. Mm-hmm. Okay. His when, best, right. lifelong best friend. <laughs> when she told you that, did you ask her to go into deep? Like, did you want to hear about it? Like, tell me about it. Tell me everything that you remember. Because I know a lot of guys would be like, oh, I want to hear about this dream. Because at that point, that's the closest you've gotten to this. And I know a lot of guys in the beginning, you're trying to latch on to any kind of positive sign you can find. And her telling you that she had a dream about another man at that point, that's as positive as you can get before she actually does something. So when she told you that, were you like, tell me more about it? Or was it just like, oh, oh, she mentioned it and then you kind of brushed by it? No, we definitely went into detail of it. It of all you know of, of her thought process behind it and um and we 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 hashed it out and and, and and talked about it and thought about it before we moved forward um we kind of went into detail of it um and just thought that he'd kind of be the ideal one you know he's he's always been fairly free promiscuous promiscuous <laughs> if you will and we knew that if it didn't go well that he would probably laugh it off and right right yeah yeah so it wouldn't fuck up the friendship well it, it was he's a loyalty guy you know he comes he's 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 he comes from you know old school like everybody else but he he didn't you know it it, it really shook him at first he, it, yeah it, it didn't go well it didn't go well at when, all like kind of go into detail but was he like yo what the fuck are you crazy yep he's like, that's he the said, first I'll response tell you, yeah go ahead well because he J- jay had him on speaker so, um, and he said, hey, you know, I just wanted to tell you she had a dream about you sexually. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And he said, yeah, she did. And he said, well, why would she tell you that? Right. It's one thing that she had the dream, yeah. but why is she telling you this? Like, did he think and like she's trying to break up our friendship? Like, like I mean, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think maybe that Or was just like... Like that. This is an evil woman. Like, this is not a normal him. thing. Right. Like yeah. you know, with anybody, this is not a normal thing. They're best friends, and you all of a sudden are calling me out of the blue and telling me that your wife had a sexual dream about me. Really? It didn't add up. It yeah. didn't. So well, I mean, you can imagine being in his shoes. Like, wait a right. minute, are you, are you setting me up? Or you? Well, exactly. And yeah. that, I think that's what well, he thought. It, it that's exactly what he thought. Downhill after that, because. Um, Jay kind of got stutter busted and it was sort of like, uh, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> um, and then I had to fix it after that. She went into recovery. Okay. And kind of like, look, and was it, I had this was him. me. This was the, 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 the. She, Did it happen quickly? Like, were you oh, able quickly, to catch it? I said, listen, let me just, and I told Jay, I said, let me fix it. Let me just kibosh it and we'll move on. So, um, yeah, I called him and I said, listen, yeah, I'm, I apologize. I had this dream. I told him we probably shouldn't have told you. I knew it was inappropriate. Let's just move on. Right. And we did. Like nothing ever happened for 10 years. Okay, so you brought it up. It kind of crashed and burned. You had to resuscitate it. And then you left it alone for 10 years. Five years. Take that. It was five years. It wasn't 10. Anyway. I hate math. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so listen to him. Okay. So it 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 li- it lied dormant for five right. years from, now. From 2013 to 2018, oh, I know the date. Ten years from the time you we first. Okay, that's what it was. Ten years from the time we first. So 
was it awkward? Like, you, you start, this was your best friend, so obviously you were around him. Like, you both were around him at times. Well, he doesn't live. He lives states away, so no, we right. weren't. He wasn't in our everyday life. Okay, but but he but he was in your life in in, in some capacity. Like you saw yeah. him sometime during oh, yeah. that five he, year period. Yeah. Come through, yeah. and yeah, we visit. Was it any kind of awkwardness at all? Like you just he, told this person that you had this yep. dream, and and he came he came and stayed at our house for four or five days, mm-hmm. um, on business. And you had to act like it never and, happened. Well, we didn't act like anything. It literally was like nothing ever happened. We just put a block on it. I made him breakfast <laughs> when he got up and we, I made him a fresh bed and, and my children were in the house for five days and he came and went and did his thing. And we never discussed a thing. We all, but it was the elephant in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he's, you know, who he is. And he knows obviously that I had these in thoughts or intentions and, um, but we all kept it like very robotic. <laughs> it was Okay. It was crazy. So when did things go from that elephant in the, in the room to it actually being something that was like, okay, if we're going to do this, this is how we're going to do it. Like, when did that happen? So fast forward five years and, um, the, during this whole time, Jay and I had been still pursuing uh, you know, failing more like failing, <laughs> still failing um, online on several sites, trying to find me an appropriate friend. Right. Um, and never getting anywhere. And lover would come, you know, through town every now and again. And he would meet up with Jay. And one particular day he did. And he said, hey, let's call Star on FaceTime. I want to tell her, hey. Mm-hmm. Never done this. Ever, never. And so they did, and we got on FaceTime, hey, da-da-da, and that was it. And later that evening, Jay and I were talking, and we were like, you know, that's really weird that he wanted to FaceTime me and say, hey. Meanwhile, when he was with Jay at his office that day, um, because they are best friends, he was telling him, uh, Lovert was telling Jay about, yeah, uh, Got sexual references. Sexual references, blah, blah, blah. About you? No, about other women that, right. that would appeal to me, probably. And um, so Jay and I were having that conversation that night, and I said... He's dropping hints. He's dropping hints. I said, I'm going to fuck lover. <laughs> I'm going to call him, and I'm going to tell him. So you think he was and trying to be subtle as far as I opening that door? I think he was trying like, to, absolutely was feelers, trying to see what was here out. from five years ago. Is right. this still here? You know, what's up with these, what's up with them? Because he, you know, surely was curious about what's going on with us sexually and right. and whatnot, you know. So, yeah, I absolutely think he was putting his feelers out for sure. So I bit and um, I sent him a text and I said, hey, when you get some free time, give me a call. Have something I want to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so nerve wracking. Get nervous even thinking about it. So he did. He called and um and I told him, and I lied. <laughs> I said that uh, I had had a fantasy for many years that um, of being with Jay and another man at the same time, which was not the truth. Really, that was not my fantasy. The whole you know point was just to fuck him. Right. Um, but I was trying to buffer it a little bit <laughs> and, um, I still have that conversation on, uh, recorded. 
Um, and he was just like, okay, so does he know about this? And I'm like, yeah, of course he knows. So that was his big thing was making sure that it was okay. Oh, loyalty, yeah. loyalty, loyalty okay. all day, every day. And, um, you know, so yeah, I spilled it. I put my big girl panties on and I basically told him that, you know, I wanted to fuck him. Okay, so let me back up just a little bit. So the thought never crossed your mind or you never had the feeling that because a lot of people that get into this, a lot of wives that get into this, that first experience usually is, okay, I'm fulfilling my husband's fantasy. Like, I love this man. He's done the world for me. I don't see any harm in doing this. Like, it, it sounds like for you, you wanted to fuck this dude. <laughs> like it, like this wasn't about okay. I'm going to do this to make my husband happy. It was like okay, he gave me the green light. Well, this is what I want to do. Yeah, right. this, this is who I want. Absolutely. To do. Well, before Jay and I got married, and I've been completely monogamous our entire relationship and marriage. Um, I was very promiscuous uh, growing up and very free spirited sexually. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, when I was given the green light and it opened that. Door so you've again. always, to put it bluntly, you've always liked to fuck. Always. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like just like yeah. my audience to know who we're dealing with here. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things. Okay. Um, so when yeah, when I was given permission, and I and I also knew that this guy was a pussy hound, so to speak, <laughs> as as he as his best friend puts it. Right. So I knew it was something, you know. Um, and he's black, so and I knew he had a thing for white women and and never messed with white women so um yeah it was very i kind of felt that i was a little bit in a power position in that way mm-hmm. I, I didn't think he was going to say no and i felt like if he did say no that it wasn't going to hurt the friendship or relationship and we could still move on again like we did before. right so when did you get to the point where it became apparent that like okay it's going down Two years. It took two years from the time of that phone call right, until we actually had sex. So seven years from the time it first came up. Because you said it came if up. and it math, was, yes. And it was, it, well, I just, I just like to give yes, my yes. listeners a, a timeline. Yes. So it yeah. takes time. Long this time. The, yeah. this, this takes time. And, you, and seven years goes by really fast now, when you're living life. And you're when raising ha- a family, yes. When it happened the first time, was Jay present? Oh, yeah. Okay, so now questions for you technically I, long I was and i wasn't okay you have to explain that it took a long time to get to that first time that we went through it, it almost didn't happen more times than i can count right well uh we, we we got to the place and the time where we were all together um and the escapades started uh and um my presence just made him uncomfortable. Understandably, yeah. Uh, quite frankly. The whole and, thing was uncomfortable. And he's like, look, you got to go, man. I, I I want you, you know, I, I get it, <laughs> no. but I, hey, you yo, got to go. So I can't block you I, out, I had, man. At that point, I, you know, I had to, you know, it's, it's one thing to allow another man to have your wife. But when you're not there and you're not present, you're not, you don't see what's going on. There's all kind of. You know, there's much more torment if you. Oh, absolutely, and so. that, that's actually one of the things that a lot of husbands, as weird as it may sound, 
that's the high is that 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 very feeling that you're describing right. like that's the high that that they feel and it's like walking that tightrope of like torment and 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 angst they call it, they it's, it's an angst right you know i, I know what and, that is yeah i know and, that and feeling and, yeah and, and that, that's actually what but it's difficult you know it's difficult i'm the type where it's difficult for me not to be there i need to be there i like i like to know what happened right i don't want to have to interrogate her for every little thing yeah, yeah. I, i'd much rather see it for myself right and it doesn't hurt my feelings to see her pleasure that doesn't that you know to see another man giving her pleasure that doesn't hurt my feelings one one iota so in that moment you had a you had a you had a really important decision to make Right. It was like, okay, he doesn't want I, me. But here. you know what? I had already terrible. made up my mind before that. I was like, you know what? If it comes to this, I gotta go. I already knew that if it got to that point, that's what I was gonna have to do. Okay, now in your own head, when you were getting to the point of realizing that, was it a snap decision or did you have to like talk yourself into like, no, but it's 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 out. it's what she wants. So if I really want this to happen, it I'm going to have to. I already knew because we had we'd been into this for so long. There was so much built up into this, and there was no way I was going to let that get in the way. So you basically you weren't going to fuck it up, right? You were like, I'm not going to have her look at me. Not, like I, if we only had too much invested. Right. We had too much. We had way too much in. We are years in at this point. And we knew that it may be an issue anyway because we were all so close for so many years. Um, just to go from one switch to the next, we already knew that wasn't going to be a natural transition. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna. There's you know. There's got to be some give. Okay, so star for you. So so you. Resign yourself to the fact that if he wants me to leave, I will leave. Hope like like obviously you were hoping that you'd be able to be present, but you were like, if this comes up, I'm prepared to withdraw from the situation. Right. I, no, I didn't go far. I was right outside. The room. Right. Right. No, I'm not saying you left, but I mean you were not in the room when it happened. Right. So, for you, did it feel strange knowing that you had all this buildup of him wanting to watch, and the first time it happened, he wasn't able to watch? Yes, it was. It was very strange for him when he walked out of the room, for yeah. sure. Um, because the, the, because it, it changes at that point. Like, like all the times you're talking about it, building up to it, it's, it's with the context it of... Right, it's with the context of him watching you, him seeing you, him seeing you in the throes of pleasure and, 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 and the eye contact and all of that. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, it's going to happen, but you're not going to be there. But and the, the fantasy was never about you not being there. Right. But on the flip side, what was going on was so astronomical. Right. Basically, <laughs> and it was all happening right. so fast. It yeah. was There was not a lot of right. time to think. But of. let's be honest. You took one for the team. Yes. In that moment. You, and I yeah. felt it. I did. I yeah. didn't. I, yeah, I felt every bit. And, and I but did. I, but I I like I said, I knew out, that remember? going in. Right. But you still took one for the team. Well, that's what it takes. I got up out of bed with lover and hugged him on the way out. We hugged and we yeah. were just like, so you recognize really happening? Oh, yeah. yeah. We were kind of a little distraught in a way. Like, is this really happening? Are you really leaving me here? Yeah. Do you remember what was going through your mind knowing that she's in there fucking and you couldn't see it? Well, but it, obviously was, your it imagination was too pronged was, because, you know, obviously I'm turned on as hell. Right. You know, I want this to go down really, really bad. I want her to have her fantasy. You know, and 
Um, and that was that was my focus at the time. You know, I just kind of put my feelings in my back pocket. And and uh, like you said, took one for the team. OK, one thing I kind of want to go back to because I, I've actually been thinking about it and like one of the things that I've noticed that's different about your particular journey is, like I said, a lot of wives, the first time they're like, okay, this is your fantasy. I'm going to make your fantasy come true. But you guys weren't like that. So you know how oftentimes something happens where somebody's, somebody makes you some kind of offer and it almost sounds too good to be true. So you kind of have that moment where you're like, are you sure? Like, you know, like, hey, you can have that last piece of cake. Are you sure? Because I just need you to say it one time and I'm going to inhale this piece of cake. So when he told you that, that he wanted this for you, did you have that moment where you're like, are you sure this is what you want? Absolutely. And then as soon as he I said. I still say that. And then as soon as he says, yeah, then you were like, okay, well, this is who I want and this is how I want it. And like, I don't think she questions it anymore. Yeah. Well, I don't question it, but it, yeah. The are, are you sure part. And then, and that's still even, yeah, every day we're like, what are we doing? <laughs> is this, are we sure this is what we want to do here? Okay, so let me let's fast forward a little bit. It happens. You 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 have your time with lover, and your husband wasn't there a whole weekend. Okay, two well, nights. so so good. When you finally were able to reconnect with him and kind of relay everything to him. What what was that moment like? Like he had built up to this for so long and you guys had talked about it for so long. And when it happened, it didn't happen exactly the way he hoped it would happen, but it still happened. Mm -hmm. So now it's on you mm -hmm. to fill in all the blanks. Yeah. So you have to recall because obviously he wants details. Right. You know, he's asking what you did, what you felt, what he felt. That was actually was one it? of my favorite parts. Was telling him about it? Yeah, because um, he came back in the room and um, a lover fell asleep eventually. And he and I got on the couch bed and giggled <laughs> all night. He was asking me questions. I was answering everything. Um, we got sexual and intimate ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that was actually the best part of the night because oh, he yeah, wanted to know everything. And I was telling him and we were just yeah. laughing. But he's we right to be across quiet the way. He was over there. The no, he's not sleeping. He wasn't. He was listening. Probably. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, yeah, he did. He wanted to know everything. And I had to do my best. To oh, it was it was magical. It, it was great. It was, that's okay, so for Jay, while this is going on and you're outside the door, even even for a split second, did the thought ever cross your mind to stop it? No. So from the moment you walked out the room, you were committed to letting it, like even though it, it wasn't going down the way you had hoped it would, the thought never crossed your mind of... I couldn't do I, that to I her. And that would be okay. that would be pulling the rug from under her. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and but you I, would be human for having that. Like that's a that's know, a very human still, reaction. Though, I, I would, totally. I, but you don't go to that point. No, it would have been some jackass shit. It that, yeah. <laughs> but See, it's I still don't human. think that. Yeah, I think you're allowed that. to change your mind at the very last second if you're not comfortable. Yeah, well. Yeah, you but know. It's, that doesn't make it cool. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, and and still, I had already knew it. I wanted it, so okay, I was good with it. So that night when she's telling you everything and you're kind of sharing that moment, did you feel that shift happening? Like, okay, we've officially entered a new phase. Like, oh, yeah. It was like, yeah, you're a hot wife now. 
Fuck him again tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, she fucked him <laughs> the next night. And, you know, and it, I did get to see some things, you know. I got to see... Uh, oral sex, oral sex, and, and some foreplay and things like that. So it wasn't like I was totally shut out. Okay, it was just when it came time mm-hmm. to to do the the actual yeah, part. The he, he yeah, he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't focus. Right, he couldn't focus. But all that changed eventually. So that's what I was. That's what I, that was actually <laughs> going to be my next question was how long before you were able to watch the entire thing? Well, you know, one of the driving fantasies for her was to fuck him in our bed mm-hmm. from day one that's what she wanted to do in our marital bed yeah, she <laughs> one of my favorite phrases I know right <laughs> it, yeah. and it was, but it was just that it was just like a funny you know I'm gonna fuck somebody yeah. in our marital um, bed I mean but it does you know it does have a spark to it you know there's something oh, about you know the bed that you sleep <laughs> in every day uh, being soaked yeah, uh, being sullied. Oh yeah, you know, and I don't mind sleeping in the wet spot when it's you know that's yeah, what I, yeah. I don't it, mind. It takes a it's special fun. man to sleep in the wet spot. It you takes know, a special it's fun. Man to sleep you know, in the wet I can spot. enjoy her pleasure. I am the type I can enjoy her um, enjoyment and all this. I think you just gave me another idea for a T-shirt. It takes a special man to sleep in the wet spot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. And, and and all of you out there listening, you know who you are. <laughs> I mean, we're just we just like good sex, really. Right. I mean, that's what we're about, man. We, you know, it's about it's about the what well, for for most normal. And I'm holding up the air quotes for most normal people out there. They'll just go out and buy a dildo. Like right. they, they don't call. Well, we did they that, don't. Though. They don't call in reinforcements. And like we, no, but we did. And we, we did that. We went through that stage. That's yeah. the thing. We've had all we of our that. sexual um, stages. It's been twenty all... something years. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is and a journey. Yeah, and the dildos and. Well, I don't want to say they became not enough for me because I was good before he ever brought up the fantasy. But um, it, we did want to escalate to another right. level. Right. After, the, the, it kind of like, ooh. After uh, he brought it up. Yeah. Okay. So let's kind of bring things forward um, a little bit. So you, you, you have this ongoing thing with his best friend. And, you know, I guess to kind of give my listeners an idea, where are you now and because I, I've, like I said, we, we've talked and, and, you know, we've had our conversations and I know that up to this point, you haven't had anybody else. Like pretty much your only lover has been lover. Well, it wasn't for a lack of trying. That's for sure. I've tried <laughs> my hardest. We have had several uh, prospects and dates and whatnot, but nothing that's ever panned out. Okay. So as far as in the context of this lifestyle, where would you say you guys are now? Like, what is the current state of your hot wifeness? Well, lover your hot wifenessity. <laughs> lover will always be on standby. Mm-hmm. It's just special. Um, and I have one other, two other things in the works. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds crazy to say. No, it does. Um, fine. You're no, good. but I do have somebody that I've been um, talking to for months now that uh, will probably pan out in a date really soon hopefully um and another somebody that i've just met so what is it that you realize like like 
What does your checklist consist of now? Like you need to have what? Literally. Let's let's just do it here. Right. Okay. <laughs> Physically, tall, black, very well endowed. Okay. Period. Once that's on the checklist, you must just be funny and outgoing and be able to be a normal person. Right. That's it. It's as simple as that. Now, the people that you've met that didn't check all the boxes, what is it that you find is the most common omission that, oh, he's missing that? Like, what are you coming against that you're finding? Like, is it the normal part? Is it the tall part? We don't even have enough time for all this. (laughs) Um, uh, and, And then that's where I'm at now where I'm just not willing to make any concessions anymore because we got to the point where, okay, this is not a perfect world. Right. So as long as seven out of the 10 boxes are checked, well, let's give it a go or, you know, or something. So you want and all of them checked. I need them all checked now okay. because I've wasted too much time with those other three boxes that really turned out to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the the last guy we met who was really, he was great, um, you know, really had a lot of conversation, had a lot in common, and um, but he just just didn't do it right. He started to get um, started to act up. Yeah, no, ju- well, yeah, not only act up, but just get into like he would send me a text and say, "Hey, I'm on my way home from soccer practice," and I was. Like, okay. You know, it's just, <laughs> just a random stuff. Yeah, yeah. just like really try and just just I don't even want to sit here and complain she wants about it. a every, lover, not a there's such a balance mm-hmm. yeah. in doing it right and um and you know, like Jay and I were talking about, there needs to be a certain amount of white lies, if you will. Right. Um you know, I don't need to know all of the truths, I don't need to know all of the things. Let's kind of keep this a right. Keep the fantasy. Keep the fantasy, but keep it real at the same right. time. Um, so yeah, we kind of I invested a month into this guy. We went and met him, and um, it just yeah, he just got too regular. I don't know. It's just such a fine balance of real. In his defense, he tried too hard <laughs> yeah but she got bored with him quite frankly and uh, you know he just you, okay you're, for her she's you gotta have some game for her right you're, you can, you're, she's not your yeah i know you're a star wars fan wasn't it yoda that said there is no trying only doing <laughs> that's right <laughs> well yeah and what, like we were laughing about you know um it's it sort of kind of keeping the fantasy going and and the white lies um you know, don't you can't always say exactly what's going on. I wanted to talk with him one day and asked him if he wanted to talk and he was like, you know, now's not a good time, I'm building shelves. <laughs> and so I was just like, you know, tell me a lie, please. Tell me you're sitting there with your kid and you can't talk <laughs> right now, your wife's there, I don't know, something, whatever, I don't know, something. Um, but it's there's just a fine balance in the fantasy and keeping it real and mm-hmm. me finding somebody that it, can, I don't want to keep it too when, real. When keeping it real goes wrong. <laughs> right. So um, I need somebody that's going to check all the boxes. Otherwise I just don't have the time for it or the energy. I have so much other you know, now, that's real one, life stuff. That's one thing that I kind of want to go into a little detail about because I've, you know, I know from talking to so many people, over the years, and especially as I, as I have at this podcast, I know that there are women who do compromise and they do make concessions. And I feel like I would have so much more fun if I had made more concessions. 
So you mean if, if you weren't being if, if you I would so loosen rigid. my rules a little bit, I would be probably fucking and having a lot more fun. I, I but think I'm, you'd be disappointed. I know her. I uh, bet I'd probably be disappointed. So let me. I, I, <laughs> I think it's my pro- own protection. I'm trying to look at it. Let that me ask way. you a question because I, I, you know, this this has come up before when I've talked to other people. Do you think it would be possible to uh, to separate? Your list, like you, like you have one list, like okay, these things have to be there. These things have wiggle room, almost like when you're buying a car. It's like okay, I have to have this, but I've got some flexibility on the color. You know, I've got some flexibility on the interior color. You know, I've got some flexibility on whether it's got a sunroof or not. But I, I, I gotta have a V8. You know, I've, I've gotta have, you know, like I know people now that I, I gotta have the warning lights and the mirrors. You know, like are, can your list be separated into okay? I try. There's no wiggle room on these, but then I have wiggle room on this. Yeah. Or is it all just a list of all must-haves for you? Well, I try, and I, I, I do try to be flexible. I'm trying to win here. I don't want to <laughs> sabotage myself, you know? So, um, yeah, but then on the things that you think you have wiggle room, you don't know that you don't until then it comes up, and then it's a right. turnoff, and you're like, okay, yeah, no. So, I, I'm I'm trying to be flexible, but you but – once it it clicks and it it turns me off, then it's off. Yeah, you can't can't she can't. If fake you can't it. talk she, to she, me she for five well minutes because it. you're building shelves, <laughs> you know this is a single guy. Oh yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> you're that's, at home building shelves. Yeah, that's and that's, you don't have five minutes to talk to me. I can't. I have, I have no excuse. I have no excuse. All this, yeah, you, all this. And you, yeah, you're I, building, I, you, yeah. I hope those shelves bring you pleasure at yeah, night. I've got no <laughs> words. Those must have been some sexy ass shelves. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like you know. But even there have been times when I have been talking to someone and um you know jay and i have laughed about this about the real life and i yeah. have to white lie i have a, a bad knee right now i do a lot of, of gym time and stuff and um you know i had a, the guy that i'm talking to now that's really excited about what i might wear for him and he was asking about my shoes and i'm sitting here looking at my knee with ice on it and a bandit <laughs> uh, you know a compression bandage but i don't text him that i'm like oh yeah babe i got them shoes they're, they're <laughs> You know, you don't want to give the TMI exactly. So you, yeah, but I'm bullshitting the whole time. I'm sitting there like, fuck, I got shoes. <laughs> My knees the size of a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's just such a it. It's a game, but it's a real. There's so much real to it, but right. you've got to. There's this balance that I'm trying to. You know that I am trying to follow, and that I need other people to follow too. You got to keep it fun. Or so let me ask you this. So with as much time as you guys have spent kind of ex- exploring all of this, as far as summing things up, what is it that you enjoy the most about being a hot wife or one of the things that you enjoy the most about being a hot wife? I can answer that right away. Um, <clears throat> and Jay and I have always had a fun, our, we're just best friends. Our relationship has always been super fun, but it does add a layer that you cannot get after, you know, decades. Right. That, that tingle and that fun layer so I think what I enjoy most is just the fun of it and whether it's real fun which we have had or just fucking with him fun you know Mm -hmm. we always keep it um this just the sexual 
undertones or overtones, whichever stage I, that we're in. I like to think of it as energy. It provides a lot energy, of energy. That's a G. Right, to feed off of. It's a synergy thing, right, exactly. And and that's where we like to be. We like to be in a place where I like rubbing her feet and she likes... A lot of our relationship is FLR, for sure, female-led. Yeah, yeah. Right. I like um, to please her. I'm a pleaser, and she enjoys receiving it. So now, when did, because I, I heard you mentioned FLR before, when did that become a thing? Like, when did you? When he heard women uh, are Patty the jewels to be yeah. adorned. Patty Stanger. Oh, Patty okay. Stanger. If anybody, if any man is out there and does not know, just pull up Millionaire Matchmaker. You can watch it on YouTube, and this lady will teach you everything you need to know and what everything you don't need to be doing. So you'd be sending her a thank you note. It was such a great show. I don't know why it ever went off. But okay, yeah, so and it was that quote in particular. And you know, sometimes it's just that one thing, and I, and I don't know why it was that one thing. So that well, was it was also Shallow Hell movie, and, and I, I like the idea of mm-hmm. being so in blindly in love with you. Do you know, you know the Shallow Hell? Yeah, yeah, I remember I mean, it well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just, I was like, yeah, I want to be that guy. I want to be so, I want my wife to be like, you know, the most beautiful woman in the world. I mean, that's, that's so appealing to me. And she is that. I yeah. mean, she does. It, it, yeah, you don't have to try very hard. Yeah, I'm I don't. Here looking There's at her really right. not a lot of trying. <laughs> yeah, she makes it very easy. Yeah, we I'm work. Trying. Yeah. So to piggyback on the last question that I asked you as far as what you like the most, what is it that you, like, what could you do without, like, what is it that is like, Gosh. I wish this wasn't a part of all this. But. The drama of finding someone, just that whole process, which I don't. that's why I don't even deal with it anymore. Jay does all the screening. I have zero to do with any social, sexual social media. It, mm-hmm. it, it, Whereas I used to. I was the one answering the messages. If she were to, and to put her energy into that, it would drag her down and make her want to quit. It, she'd want to quit. Right. And that's like, the last thing you want. So you right. so you're more than happy to shield her from the BS. I, I have to. I've got to do it. Plus I, I kinda know the real when I see it anyway. You know? Right. You know, I, it's He knows what I like and what yeah. I don't like at yeah. this point. We're we're really we're honing in at this point, I think. Yeah. It take it took the fun out of it for me. It really did. Just the the, yeah, s- the dumb random it messages work. and the it became work. What do you like? You know, Send me a picture. So, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. you don't even ask for it, but you get a picture. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't. I can't. Right now, I really have to compartmentalize my life as far as family and um, also trying to have fun. And I can't. I don't have time for the aggravation of that. So um, I really have nothing to do with it. He is in charge of everything right now. So for like, there are always going to be couples that listen that are in the very, very early stages of this, of this journey. So the, the thing that kind of jumps out to me about your particular story is, is your realization and your focus on this is what I like. I'm not going to waste any time on what I don't like. And I feel like that's a very empowering kind of of idea. So how would you address those women out there who are just starting to get into this about the importance of finding what you like and not wasting time on what you don't you like? like? Exactly. Um, time, just think about how fast time goes by. 
right? Mm-hmm. One is 2019, and all of a sudden it's 2020. Right. So, I, you know, in the beginning, I was caught up with, um, you know, let's find somebody, unless I was feeling the the urgency of wanting to get the party started, if you will. Right. Um, knowing what I know now and how fast time goes by, I would tell them to slow down, <laughs> enjoy the process, and um, keep your priorities straight, and let this be something extra and fun, and um, really stick to your guns about what you like and what you don't like, and don't venture off from that, because we did, and I don't want to say we wasted time on um, things that didn't pan out. You know, you feel like, oh, right. you put that energy in and it didn't pan out because we did learn a lot. So learn from people that have already learned before you waste your own time to don't make concessions. Don't, you know, have 10 on the checklist and only seven are checked off and you want to go for it anyway. Um, because just time just goes by so fast and put your priorities where they're supposed to be and the rest of it will happen Um if it's supposed to, and it'll happen the right way. Okay. And because we spent so much time right. trying to make it happen, and ultimately it came right back to Lover, who was the one in the beginning, but it wasn't until seven years later, and that's where we ended right back up again and still went through all the other things. And and for you, Jay, like I said, I, I there's a significant part of my uh, listenership that they're still in the very, very early stages of this. And like I said, you guys have... You know, you guys got skin in the game. You've been doing it for a while. So. We've only had sex with one person. <laughs> right. We have it, we, we're not OGs. We're not. Right? Yeah, we're totally well, no, I'm, 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 I'm more or less directing this towards him as far as right. the thoughts that he's had. Right. And, 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 and bringing those thoughts to, you know, to fruition. Right. You know, and this is a platform that he has. Like, you have an ability right now to kind of send a message to, you know, to those guys who are who are listening, who are like, man, that I, I would love to be in his shoes. So, like, what would you what would you say to those guys? Patience uh, and making sure that it's about her and not about you. But that was and short I, and, and concise. I, I think <laughs> you know. I think that's what it is. You know, and then you'll find that happy place because if you force it, and if it's about you. It's going to blow up, guarantee. Well, and this is, uh, I alluded to this uh, earlier when I asked you, um, like, as soon as you saw that he wanted it, you were like, okay, I got somebody in mind. Like, this is what I want to do. One thing that I will say is that's the exception. In the right. Two. Well, no, that, I still, the, I thought he was, I still, it was a big bomb. It right. was a bomb. And it was, you know, I thought he was crazy. Um, but after we sat on it for a while. Yeah. But it, I wasn't just like, oh, okay, yeah, great, let's do it. Because we're I, so sexually free. Right, it wasn't at all. One thing I like, I, I just want to make sure that I'm being consistent. And one of the things that I've always said, and I and I and I mean this because I've I've seen it play out, is I've seen situations where the first one or two times she's doing it is she she doesn't have the motivation that Star had. You know, she's doing it because she wants to make her husband happy. Right. And my thought process is that's okay as long as 
she's getting because I understand that our society doesn't necessarily make it easy for women to say, okay, sexually speaking, this is what I want. And this is what I'm going to go after. Like, I'm going to do it for me. Like for you and I, we've society has never told us that we couldn't have fun having sex. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's never been an issue for us. We never had to balance or, you know, get into our own heads about, is this something wrong with me for enjoying sex? Like as guys, we never have to have that conversation. Women don't have the same luxury. You know, like if a woman enjoys sex just for the sake of sex, she's labeled, you know? So when I hear about these couples and the husbands really want this for the wife, if it takes her, like if that's the, if that's the, if that's the admission price to get through the door is her saying, okay, I love you so much. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make your fantasy happen. And then that kind of gets her into accepting her own enjoyment. I don't personally, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. As long as it's done. Like my thing is not necessarily it being selfish. Like you said, as long as ultimately it's about her, meaning you, you have unselfish reasons for wanting her to do it. Now, the first two times, it may take you, you know, it may take her doing it because she wants to make you happy. But as long as you're kind of putting those breadcrumbs down, like, okay, I understand that this is kind of what I got to use to get you through the door, but I'm leading you to being comfortable with doing it because you want it for yourself. Right. And trying to get and you to get to that point. that's why I walked out that door. That's in the very beginning. Right. That's exactly why I had to walk out then. I made that choice at that time. Exactly. Um, that this is what I wanted to do and this is what we wanted, you know. Well, no, it's, it's that, like I said, that's definitely a, a taking one for the team, uh, moment. Like I, I can almost hear mm. the, the anguish of, mm-hmm. of, of some of my listeners. Cause I, like I talk to you guys, I know how much you build up to that moment, you know? And it's almost like, you know, I've been dreaming of going to this club and, and you and your friends get together, and it's like, yeah, we're going out to the club that night, and you're there, and you're in line. Reality is then, very much different. Right. Very the, much different. And then the bouncer is, like, letting all your friends in, and then he gets to you, and he's like, uh, nah, I can't let you in with that shirt. And it's like, do I, you know, and you got the ride, so it's like, do I tell all my friends to come out of the club because I couldn't get in? Right. Or do I just go and sit in the car and let them have a good time? Right. And, and, and you, made, you made that unselfish call, and that, like, that's, that's some real shit. Thanks, like, man. Like that's some real shit because that you know you you had your fantasy and you had this idea and you know like you said you got a little consolation probably because you got to see her do a little bit and we recorded well, it as well so right. you know but unfortunately just audio we all all we got was all, but it was some really ultimately hot so audio. so that weekend lover it, w- it was just he and I he couldn't have Jay in the room and then we had another weekend in a hotel where he was comfortable with Jay in the room. And then it was at the house the next two times in our room, which was all out. Mm-hmm. He didn't care at all anymore. It was, it was on. Yeah. He was oh, comfortable. By yeah, that he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he was, he, yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was a, he, full was, fl- he leaned into it. Yeah. He was a full fledged <laughs> Jedi at that point. <laughs> right. So it paid off for, right. To, yeah, you know, it, 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 yeah, exactly. It was, we went through the awkward growing pains of it. And, um, 
and like you know, you're asking where are we at today? We're in a really good place with it today. Right. Um, so, and I'm pretty sure moving forward they'll have oh, meetings. Yeah. Well, one thing that I will say, and again, I'm one of those guys that believe that things happen for a reason. I think that one of the things that came out of that first experience of you not being able to be there is it showed you the importance of replaying and retelling the story about what happened and kind of understanding the power that your words have Mm -hmm. and how you describe things to him. And that he needed to know everything. Like he was, I'm sure that that was one of those times where you're like, wow, he's hanging on every word Mm. that's coming out of my, and there's power in that. When he walked in the room, the mattress was halfway off. I'm laying spread out on the bed. Sideways. Sideways. Uh, Lover was on the couch like he had just ran the marathon. In a puddle. You were in a puddle. By in a puddle. And the mattress was halfway off the entire platform. That's what he walked into. And mm-hmm. I was just laying there. And, it, it was and, like a car and I remember looking around. It was like a car. <laughs> I remember looking around and looking at him. like the chalk outline around wow, the body. Wow, this literal. this just happened. But that was so hot. That, that was so dope. Hot. Well, I want to thank you both for, for you know, for coming on and, you know, being so candid and so open and so honest about, you know, your journey into all this and how you got to this point. And um, like I said, I'm just as fascinated by all of this stuff as I was when I started. And in fact, even more so because I, I understand it better, you know, and it's always incredible for me to listen to the different paths that, you know, that people take to get here. You know, some wives, it's funny, some wives take years to convince, to go, you know, to to take this step. And then some wives, like Star, are like, okay, you want to do this? Okay, this is who I want to fuck, <laughs> and let's make it happen. And I, I just find that interesting how, you know, people come from these different positions, but yet we all wind up in, we all, you want to get We all, we all wind up in the, um, in the same place. So I want to thank you guys for, for coming on. And for anyone who is interested, you actually can, you can find my good friends on, on Twitter. They are at Happy Hedos. That is at H-A-P-P-Y-H-E-D-O-S, otherwise known as Stars in the Hubs, S-T-A-R-R-Z-N-H-U-B-S, Stars and Hubs at Happy Hedos. I will... Obviously, when I release the episode, I will be tagging you guys so people will be able to find you and, you know, and can ask you questions. And, of course, I got to have you back for, you know, an after-party episode. Like, even though I know you say there's only been one guy, it's been enough times where sh- people are going to have questions. Like, they're going to want to, you know, you know, ask you those those deep probing questions, pardon the pun. And, um, and I enjoy it. I enjoy the spontaneity of the after-party episode, so I definitely look forward to you know, to people seeing it. And I know once people see your pictures, they're going to be like, oh yeah, we got questions for her. <laughs> Cause like, trust me, she's, she's fucking smoking hot. So like I said, I want to, I want to thank you guys. You know, I always appreciate it when, when people agree to come on the show and talk so openly about, you know, about their experiences, about the ups and the downs and, you know, just giving people the real, well, you know, the, 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 the real talk about the lifestyle. I hope maybe we could help someone. And if not, ask a question well you've helped us michael so we greatly appreciate you absolutely and if you don't know michael's 
an excellent friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for thank for you. advice and uh, yeah, bouncing things off. Just a good guy. Of. He really is good guy. Okay, that's enough of that. That's, <laughs> enough. <laughs> that's enough of that. All right, so I want to thank everybody for listening. I'm your host. This is Michael C. with the Keys and Anklets podcast. And, of course, my Patreon supporters get first crack at these episodes. If you're a Patreon supporter, thank you for that because you guys are the ones that make all of this possible and make it, you know, make me able to, you know, to be able to do this. If you're not a Patreon supporter yet, you should ho- be. hopefully, like real talk, like hopefully you like what you hear. I'm saying like, hopefully you want to see me, you know, be able to, you know, continue this. And I, I, I guess from all those infomercials I've, I've watched growing up, like what, what is it for the price of a cup of coffee a week, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a couple dollars a month, you know, you can kind of in, ensure Support your own fantasies. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cause it's all, it's all about moving the lifestyle forward. So. And you do a great job. Well, well, thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. So We appreciate you. I am your host, Michael C., signing off. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you when I see you. Take care. Bye.